Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, someone's been waiting for this moment. I know that. But I'm going to start tonight by first and foremost welcoming everybody in, as we always do, wherever you are, bringing us in all across the nation on this Mother's Day evening. Thank you for doing it. We appreciate you. We're broadcasting live, TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, The second thing we need to do is speak directly to each and every female member of our society who has ever had a child and say, Happy Mother's Day. <clears throat> Sorry, Happy Mother's Day. Let me get that out clearly. A little choked up Happy right Mother's there. Day. To, <clears throat> I know. Come on. You know, that's my mama we're talking about now. Mama. So. Happy, happy, happy Mother's Day to mine and to yours, Ephraim, to your lovely wife, uh, to my uh, my girlfriend, my sister, and all of the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day from the Fox Sports family. We there love you is. all. There Without mothers, no one would be here. No let, one is let, born. Let that, that, is, that, let that, that sink in. <laughs> Right. So, so who's really, I, you know, I, who's really the I, I head of running went, this thing, huh? Uh, no joke. Like I went and saw, you know, the comedian Joe Coy. Do yeah. You know Joe? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Went and saw Joe live last night in San Jose, and oh my God, Ephraim, if I could tell you, 
in all forms of live entertainment, this might be one of the best shows I've ever oh, seen wow. in my entire life. Okay. No joke. I mean, the energy that this man put out there. And, and, and it wasn't Mother's Day related. This is just a big part of his bit. But, uh, you know, to borrow a line that he spoke to a 16-year-old who was in the crowd to sort of borrow even what you just said, uh, without moms, none of us would be here. So clean your damn room. Period. Okay? Period. Don't say no. Don't, oh, not later. Clean the damn room. Okay. Now, with all that out of the way. Mm, okay. Eve from Salam. Got that out the way. Go ahead, brother. What's up? What I you know you're talking you about? Well, I'm not waiting. Go ahead. What are we doing? What you want to say? <laughs> what you want to say? Come on, Lakers in six. Let's go. Hey, Come on. Look, Let look, it go. Look, look, man. Let it look. go. Let it go. Come on, brother. Let it out. When, Let's when, hear it. When you're... One eighteenth psychic, like I've been, I've been known to be. Sometimes <laughs> is, is that diagnosed? By the way, did somebody? Sometimes did that happen? Like, did you go somewhere and they're like, "You are, uh, let's see, uh, your uh, uh, father's side of the family is from this country, and your mother's side has this, and you are also one eighteenth psychic." Did one, that actually happen? One eighteenth psychic. So sometimes. Okay. I, you know, I, I get real clairvoyant, and I could just see things um, before they happen, okay? And so I just had a, a notion. I've been saying Lakers in six the whole time. Uh, I am a Laker fan. You are a Golden State Warrior fan. Yes, I am. And... The Lakers just had a better team. And I, I mentioned they, that to you. It's funny because I asked you that question. I, but I, I asked you that yes. question before the series started, and you said the Warriors had the better team, but the Lakers had the better matchup. No, no. I, no, no. I, yes. I, no, no. You I, did. No, I didn't oh, say that. Oh, I know this. No, I know this. The, the, I said, who's got the better team? You said the Warriors are the better team, but the Lakers are the better matchup. No, I said on paper. I said on paper – the Warriors have the better team. That's what I say. I know exactly what I said on paper, well, I mean, and then that, I said that, in reality. At that time, that's all we had. No, but uh, but but I'm but I I I soon followed that up with on paper the Warriors have a better team, especially with the mm-hmm. champ coming off the championship. I said, but in reality, the Lakers have a better matchup. They match up better. So what does that tell you? That tells you that they can give. The Golden State Warriors more problems than the Warriors can Ooh. give them. And That's, they did. But and it, they it, did. it's right there. It's how many different starting lineups did the Warriors have? Uh, let's see. Uh, was it three? I think it was. Was it three or two? Because no, it was more Looney than two. Didn't start. It was well, more than two. Looney because... didn't start game one because he was sick. And so that was the Jermichael Green lineup, right. which then morphed into the Gary Payton the second lineup. And I thought they stuck with that the they, rest of the way, they didn't they? They had three different lineups. Okay? They did? And the, the, when you start doing that, you're looking for answers to the test. When the Lakers can come out with the same lineup, except for the last, uh, the last game, when they can just continually show up and do what they do, that lets you know, right, where the confidence lies with them. They just didn't have an answer for the Lakers' size. Kevon Looney is a tremendous talent. He's not going to give you any points. 
He's going to give you all the rebounds. But when someone is there who can contest him for those rebounds, then now you lose out. So you take Looney and you take Draymond off the scoring board, and a lot of that lands on Steph and Clay and Wiggins, and none of them really in the series, really outside of Steph, gave you anything. If you look at this last game, I mean, this is abysmal, brother. You look, oh, gosh. Two people, I mean. two people for mm-hmm. Golden State scored in double figures. And one of them came off the bench. <laughs> and by the way, I think he's like their ninth. He's right? their eighth or ninth best player. Ex- yeah, Divincenzo. Divincenzo. He was, the, and even Steph. Uh, you know, low percentage game for him. I would describe the whole series for Steph as a very. He had, I thought, a good series. He was very good facilitator in the series. He didn't shoot the ball well. Um, nobody did. And the only reason people didn't point to Steph not shooting well is because Clay shot even worse. Uh, Wiggins had a phenomenal game five, and then I, you know, compromised. I thought in game six for sure he yeah. did not look comfortable with no. the uh, with the injury. Prior to that, he was just kind of, you know, he floats, and that's Andrew Wiggins. Draymond had one really good game, but I think your your analysis on all this is is absolutely spot on defensively. I watched the Lakers do things to the Warriors that didn't happen to them all year long. Um, You know, Steph couldn't finish around the rim. The length of the Lakers bothered them. All of that said, you also got to a game six, and I just, I don't even know what to say about Klay Thompson's shot. I don't even, I don't know what to say. Those were open shots. And they, it, it felt like the more he tried, the further they got from the rim. I mean, he hucking up air balls by the time this thing got to the second half. Look, Whole thing I, was a hot mess for him. And, you know, that's I, – I, I don't know. I mean, it's Clay look, Thompson. I'm, I'm gonna tell so you don't this. worry about his shot, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't there. It was not there in that series. Clay Thompson isn't the same Clay Thompson. But okay. he was. No, he's not. He was just, all just, year, though. No, he wasn't all He year. led the NBA listen, in three-point shots. Listen, that is fine. Clay will always be able to shoot. When you're looking at a player's talent, you can't look singular. You cannot oh, look true. singular. Clay Thompson didn't help the Warriors win all of those championships by just being a shooter. No, he's not the defender. He was he their be. second be. best true. defender. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yep. so when that's, you when that's I, Wiggins now, yeah. But when that's I'm ta- when now. I'm talking about Clay Thompson not being Clay Thompson, this is what I'm talking about. And when you have the types of leg injuries back to back compounded like he's had, you're going to lose something. You're not going to lose your shot because even when you're rehabbing your leg, you can go put up 100 and 200 shots a day. It can, it happens, but when you get off rhythm, right? When you're working harder and harder on the defensive end to no avail, it psychologically affects you for the rest of your game because you're now feeling what we're seeing that you're not what you once were. And that's a real thing for a professional athlete. It's a very difficult thing to shake. So when I'm watching Clay Thompson consistently being taken to the hole off the dribble, back down in the post, scored on. You can see his body language. 
as he runs down. And if he misses a three after that, just watch mm-hmm. his body language. So now we're we're having a different player. We're we don't have that energy, that swagger that we're used to seeing. It comes in spurts, but as you know in the playoff series, you don't need spurts. You need the full thing. You need to be locked in, and we need to be uh, able to be counted on, and we just didn't get that. Well, it may have even uh, bled into decision-making, which you and I have had a lot of conversations uh, about this before with this specific team. One of the reasons Jordan Poole is such a lightning rod, for example, is because of the decisions he makes, and and it's why he's been uh, become somewhat unpopular, I think even to, to a degree in the locker room. Um, but I like I will forever take with me game four. And in my opinion, they had it, and they blew it. Mm-hmm. And they blew it because in the final three minutes of the game, they collectively, even all the way to Steph, but it didn't matter because there were so many people making more bad decisions than him, they made horrible decisions with their shots. And, uh, and the Lakers consistently kept coming out of them. And the Lakers pulled out a game where I thought they got outplayed. And that was that. That was that. The Warriors could not they, they 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 could not rebound. When you when you have a series like that and you get your shot, each team had one shot on the road. And the Lakers got theirs in game one. So the Warriors right. did yep. not get it back in game four. And that's a wrap. I mean, I will say this about these playoffs, Ephraim, because we've been watching all these and mm-hmm. we talked before they started about how close and unpredictable we thought they would be. Take a step back now that we're at the final four and realize that the Eastern Conference one seed got knocked out in five games on its own floor. Harrison Barnes threw a ball into the air in game four that could have knocked the Warriors out essentially, of the first-round series. It just was an inch long. And, and the Warriors ended up on to, beat the, to, to meet the Lakers. And then what we just said there, each of them had one shot on the road, and poof, one gets it, one doesn't, that's it. Warriors are gone. And I still feel that way now as we reach the Final Four. I oh, still yeah. don't have a good picture as to who's the, be- the best of the four. I don't have a good picture of that. I, I think um... – uh, you, you know these two series, these uh, the Eastern and Western Conference uh, Finals. It, it's going to be remarkable. I, I think it's going to be remarkable. I think the Celtics feel like they have something to prove. The problem is, if you don't show up every game against Miami, you're gonna mm-hmm. have a problem on your hands. Yeah, man, you're gonna have a problem yep. on your hands. Yep. Like for real, Miami's buttoned up from the top to the bottom, from the very high office all the way to the equipment manager. They're buttoned up. <laughs> All right? The Lakers, long, defensive, talented. They have a big that can make you work. You look at Denver. Denver is very long. Look at their starting five. Mm-hmm. Gordon, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, uh, Michael Porter Jr., 6'10". Jokic, uh, largest seven, human on seven, the face of the planet. One. Yeah, and right. I, I also feel like Denver might be of the four teams left. It might be the only home court advantage that matters right now. Oh, it's the real thing. Yeah, me having yeah. played I, up I there. Feel that too. Me playing for me having played for the Broncos. <laughs> I know what the teams uh, look like in the third quarter. I know. Yep. <sighs> right. <laughs> 
So we yeah. come out in the middle of the third quarter and go no huddle. Man, we we running it, we zone blocking. They kept me, hey, bro. I so I know what that altitude does to your lungs. I could just imagine in 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 basketball when it's up and down, up and down, up and down. It's going to have an effect on you. It is all brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in, in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That's it from Salam. I'm Mark Willard coming up next. All kinds of good stuff. What are the Lakers' chances? Where do the Warriors go from here? The under-discussed, underbelly of that series that we still need to get to. And boy, oh boy, the Grizzlies are... Gone and and it again, haven't they? So we're we're, we're going to get to all of this tonight on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Okay, my dude. Now that we've uh, we've both been able to rip off what I thought was a healthy discussion about what happened in the Lakers-Warriors series, now let's talk about officiating for a second. But okay, maybe let's, not in the way that, that you think. Well, maybe not in the way you think I'm going to. Okay. 
First of all, I just saw this, and I wonder what your thoughts are. We always know that NBA playoff time is conspiracy theorist time. <laughs> take, take a look at the two series that have now developed. And as always, when you get down to the Final Four, you only got a handful of, of possibilities as far as what the finals matchup will be. And uh, the Nuggets versus the Heat, that's one possibility. Mm-hmm. The Lakers versus the Celtics <laughs> would be another possibility. Nobody wants to see I, that. Nobody wants to see that. I, I just wonder if what we've got here is a perfect storm of the kind of situation that brings the conspiracy theorists to the yard. Because uh, the Celtics will have home court and be favored in the series. I got to look at the number of the Nuggets. I, I mean, the Nuggets have to be favored, right? Got to be favored in the series. Uh, uh, maybe just in because the, of home court. May, no, I, I don't even. I don't know. Here, let me Who take a look. Is, yeah, I, yeah, look. I can get let's this real fast. Um, yes, the Nuggets are favored. Nowhere near the favorite that the Celtics are. So a series price for those of you who speak gambling. Um, if it's a uh, if it's a plus number, that means you bet a hundred dollars to get that number. If it's a minus number, then you have to bet that number to win a hundred. I hope that made sense to everyone real quick. <laughs> They're but like, well, anyway, yeah. They said, who? Anyway, uh, the Celtics are minus five thirty to win this series, so you got to bet five hundred thirty dollars to win a hundred. The Heat are plus four twenty five. You bet a hundred, you win four hundred twenty five dollars. Oh, yes, That's kind of how it works. Bet. Okay, Nuggets. Minus 145. Okay? Got to bet 145 to win 100. Lakers, plus 125. Bet 100, win 125. Very mild favorite, Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference playoffs. But, um, look, this is one of those classic setups now with with, with four teams left where it's very obvious, quote-unquote, what the league would like. As far as the four possible outcomes, uh, as far as matchups for the NBA Finals, uh, one of them is clearly better than the other three, Ephraim. <laughs> one, one of them is clearly better than the you other don't three. don't say. So, yeah, just wonder if, uh, if it feels like, if the La- well, not forget what it feels like. If the Lakers play the Celtics in the Finals, uh, then, then there's going to be a whole lot of people saying that that's, that's what the league wanted uh, in the NBA Finals. So what what I would retort there is you mean to tell me that the league orchestrated the entire year the 2 and 10 start, the 0 and 5 start for the Lakers, the below 500 all the way up until the last month of the season, the play in and beating the two beating the Memphis Grizzlies, which was the second seed, and then beating the defending champions, they orchestrated all of that, and then they orchestrated the Lakers beating the Denver Nuggets, the number one seed, just to get them in, in the NBA Finals. That's and then crazy. they did the same thing on the other side. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got no time for I mean, that, the Celtics. Man. Ain't nobody Celtics, got no time for that, man. Celtics went to the NBA Finals last year, didn't get over the top. Um, <laughs> Steph already took care of the Celtics. Now you give LeBron his chance. You're a script writer. No? 
Nah, that's that, that because no? it doesn't. It doesn't. What's what's? <laughs> it, it doesn't. No, I. It doesn't listen, line up. Listen, I think it's all a bunch of uh, Bolshevik as as well. However, um, I don't think that's what people are saying. I don't. I don't listen. I at least I don't think. I don't think anybody's out there who believes that the whole thing is scripted from October <laughs> to June. It can't be. That's that's not it. But but when it gets to the end. Oh, now and they, again, now they I, want it. My okay. answer, my answer is the same. I'm not an NBA conspiracy theorist. I don't think that at all. I think that home teams tend to get calls because there, there's two things that happen in an NBA series, and both of them affect human beings, even human beings who are trying to go out there and be totally objective. Two things affect human beings: one, energy of the room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Energy of the room, right? When you're at home, just whoop, get caught up in energy in the room. And the other thing that affects human beings is when coaches, and Phil Jackson was the ultimate master, but all coaches do this if they're doing their job, which is to start planting little things in the backs of the heads of the officials during a series. Usually it's whoever's losing because you wouldn't get mad at the refs if you won. And so you lose a game, and if you see something that was a little out of whack, Steve Kerr tried this, and I thought had a modicum of success, and obviously not enough, but drop in the backs of the minds of the officials that we feel there's too much flopping going on. Uh, he didn't name names. You and I texted about Dennis Schroeder. I, I, I would like to never watch him play basketball again. <laughs> I have no problem with the majority of the rest of the Lakers. I'd like to never watch Dennis Schroeder play basketball again. I thought it was gross. He's not the only one, okay? But Steve Kerr drops that in the backs of the minds of the officials. Do you remember and it's what impossible. I texted you back? Uh, yes, you texted me something okay. that, that uh, about uh, flailing legs of of uh, warrior guards, which I feel which I feel all you have to do I feel is, is fair. Go, go look. Is, it, I, I well, mean, not they not so kick their legs made, so crazy looking for nah, a foul they, when they, they land illegal. They land. They, I, I'm talking about they've shot a million jump shots pool, over a million jump is, shots. Pool's Pool's a crazy scissor kick artist. his legs in the air Pool, and dive Pool, to the ground. Like, oh my God! I, I can't I, even. I would, I I would agree with you on Pool if his body parts weren't always going in Steph, opposite directions Steph, of one the another. Same way, brother. Steph, that look man at is Steph on Curry. ice skates. Look at Steph Curry yeah, after every time much. he shoots. Every time he shoots, I don't buy that one. As look much. how he lands. Look. look at his posture. Are okay, you kidding listen, me? We're go- Hang on. I do want to discuss this because I find. I find all NBA players try to get whistles. Yes. All of them. I did it when I played basketball because I couldn't jump over people. So if you blocked my shot, I fell down. And it worked because I could shoot free throws. I could do that all day long. Okay? So that, yes, that's a part of the culture of basketball. To me, there is one, I'm going to get the officials to think this happened, that's worse than all the others. Mm which we'll get to in a second. But right now we have to bring Steve DeSager. Hey, Steve. We have hey, to Steve. Bring in, we have to bring in somebody who would never try to get anybody to think that something that didn't happen happened. 
He's the opposite of that. He is Steve DeSang. You also skipped the part where NBA players would also grab the leg of opponent to keep them from running down the court. Oh, my God, yes. I just... So what you're telling me is you're actually not good enough to win the game today on the up and up. Is that what you're telling us? Thank you. Thank you. Let's start with Chris Paul. Dude, you're one of the best players in the world. James Harden, he finally got better. What are you doing? You don't need to act like this. You're one of the best players in the world. Play ball. And then there's Doc Rivers in a game seven. We'll get to that in a moment. Philadelphia did lose today. Second round of the NBA playoffs over at Boston. Celtics were in a tie game with Philly in the third quarter. And then beat him up 112-88 is the final. James Harden in the loss, nine points. Three of 11 shooting, seven assists, five turnovers. Joel Embiid, who I believe won MVP, was five of 18 shooting from the floor, 15 points. Philly out again. Still has not won a second round series since 2001 when it won the East with Allen Iverson. Coach Doc Rivers in his career has lost a Game 7 10 times. He has still never won a Game 7 on the road. Most famously, I guess, that Game 7 of the Finals at the Lakers where Kobe Bryant delayed knee surgery and couldn't shoot and Boston was up double digits in the third quarter and still couldn't win. Doc Rivers in his career in Game 7 started with a 3-2 record. Since then, 3-8 in Game 7s. Jason Tatum, 51 points, a new Game 7 record. Celtics will host Miami Wednesday in Game 1 of the East Finals. Denver hosts Game 1 of the West Finals against the Lakers on Tuesday night. The Memphis Grizzlies suspended John Morant after he held a gun in another social media video. The league is investigating and could suspend him. There is a Stanley Cup playoff game tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Vegas up three games to two plays at Edmonton. William Byron won NASCAR's 400 at Darlington, South Carolina. Jason Day took golf Byron Nelson tournament in Texas. Dustin Johnson won the Live Golf event in a playoff in Tulsa. The PGA Championship starts Thursday in Rochester, New York. Sunday night ball game going to the fifth inning at Boston. Cardinals are leading 4-1 over the Red Sox. Among the earlier games, well, there were plenty, of course, in all finals on this Sunday. The Dodgers won again at home. At home, they're 15-6. 4-0 the final over the Padres. Padres have lost five straight. They're 19-20 two this season. Wins for Colorado and for Texas having a great season. And three notes from football. First and foremost, your XFL champion, the Arlington Renegades. They won the final in the Alamo Dome last night against the dreaded D.C. defenders. Arlington was four and six in the regular season. Average 14 points a game. There is your champion of the XFL. The NFL at this month's meetings will vote to have flex scheduling for Thursday night games, according to Pro Football Talk. That is an awful idea for ticket holders. They they really don't care. They just like... We already knew they didn't care about players. Good Lord. Let's talk about safety and then add a game. Now we know they don't care about fans. And the Washington Commanders did have that sale agreement announced on Friday to a group led by 76ers owner Josh Harris, who's having a great day, I'm sure. He also owns the New Jersey Devils, who were recently eliminated. But 17 partners in this deal to buy the NFL team, including Magic Johnson. It is a complex deal. 
So much so that the Washington Post, one source, said, if not for the other NFL owner's strong desire to remove Dan Snyder from the league, this Harris deal probably would not be approved without some revisions. They're going to have to vet all 17 partners in addition to the main guy in the group. And to make the purchase, reportedly, Harris is borrowing against his other teams and getting a loan from the current owner, Dan Snyder, because the sale price is just over $6 billion. How is that a record? Wow. How is that even right? That's kind of like how Frank McCourt got the Dodgers. Get a loan from Fox to buy the Dodgers from Fox. And then he was cash poor the entire time. And then he kept the parking lots at the end. It's just, it was bad at the beginning and all through and at the end. Uh, Harris is at least from the D.C. area. The deal will likely be presented at this month's NFL owners' meetings. Doesn't mean they'll necessarily vote on it then, but it sounds like they'll fast track it by the summer. Back to you. Um, boy, uh, I, Steve, I love what you're saying about, I mean, it's worse for players, too, this flex NFL Thursday thing. But, yeah, for Awful. fans. Awful. Ephraim, Ephraim I, I, listen, I'm a single dad of three kids, and I got four jobs. If I got tickets to an NFL game, Man. and you tell me six days before it happens, hey. oh, by the way, it's, it's on Thursday now, not Sunday, I'd be like, what? Like, there's zero chance I am able to make that adjustment. None. No. Zero no, it's chance. Over. It's over. There's nothing you could do. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, but also, yeah, the players. Can we talk about the players? You like you're you're. We already know you can't get your body ready no. by Thursday. No. But can you, you can. get it ready by Thursday when you don't even know that no, you need to get it ready by impossible. Thursday? <laughs> oh, That's an I impossible feat. I love the NFL. You know what they're going to do next year? They're going to make uh, anything. Flex Thursday they're going to do games. anything. <laughs> and it, no, but they'll all be in London. They'll all be in the right, game. Right. on Monday. On Monday, there'll be a draft, and uh, the last two teams have to play on Thursday in London. And so it'll be like uh, uh, the amazing race, and it'll be like, like you see if the teams can even get there in time, and then oh, they'll play, funny. and that's everybody, hilarious. it'll be a reality show, and everyone will make lots of money. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, that's, that's oof. Good Lord. Man. Um, okay. All right. We, we, we get back to that. LiveTireRack.com studios. Um, and a reminder, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at Discover.com slash match. Ephraim, it's hard in, in, in the NBA to have officiating discussions and and who who does a worse or better, however you want to look at it, job of drawing whistles. They they, they all try to do it. It's it's inherent to the game. It always has been to a degree. But but there it, there is for me. For me, there's one thing that's different than all the others. And maybe it won't sound like one thing, but to me it is. And I'm going to give credit to someone else on this this comment because we've already talked about Clay Thompson today. His dad, uh, Michael Thompson, was a longtime radio partner for me when when I was living down there in L.A. and and he, I consider him a very good friend to this day. Um, and you know this, for God's sakes, you were an offensive lineman. You people are the largest, strongest human beings on the planet. <laughs> Do you know what it takes to make one of you fall? Yeah. Good God. Ephraim, how often in your life 
do you fall? Not very much. What does it take for you? And and by the way, how traumatic would it be? <laughs> right? You're tall drink of water heading down, brother. Yeah, that's that's a long these, way to go, man. There's these people head out to the court and they're on the ground half the night. And I'm supposed to believe that somehow, because you're running at like what I could only describe as like three-quarter speed, you don't all-out sprint when you're on offense and defense. Sometimes Steph and Clay and those guards do and whatnot. But when you're defending, it's not A to B sprint. You're moving. You're trying to stay with a man. And you run into a screen. And everybody flies everywhere like a bomb hit. The person who's setting the screen, the person who's getting screen, they're on the floor. They're holding their face. I mean, they've got the, they've got the facial expression. People are ending up in the stands. Lonnie Walker, who had a great series. Good God, I to me that's different, Ephraim. This falling down when you didn't get touched, or even worse. Falling down, and Schroeder did this, in the, and he got called for it. They, I was glad the ref saw this one. Where you fall, and you also hook the other guy's arm. Yeah, the Draymond special. So you make special. him fall. Yeah. You make him th- He does it too, yes. That, you that is, no, that is you. called the Draymond special for a reason. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. I call it a Schroeder. <laughs> That's what I call it. But anyway, you hook that arm and take him with you, him with and you. it makes it look like he bowled you over. I just, I don't know, bud. I can't. I can't. And I was, if, if there's one thing, because I know a lot of people liked it and a lot of people didn't, if there's one thing Steve Kerr said last week that resonated with me is the FIBA rules, where, it, it, you know, especially with review now, if, if we see you pull this stuff, this is a technical foul. This is a technical foul. I like it. And that. the other team is getting two shots on the ball. There's no other way to stop it. A few years ago, oh, we're going to find people. No, well, you're not. That's like that uh, in the NCAA. You know? in, in NCAA right. basketball. It's a technical foul if he flop. Two shots. It should be. You get two shots, yep. What yep. else stops it? Because right now, nothing is stopping it. Jeff Van Gundy went off on it. He's right. He's right. And we're all, the way we watch hoops, we're all mad at the other team for doing it. So that's just our eyes, right? You don't like Draymond. I don't like Schroeder. But, <laughs> but it's everybody, and it stinks. It, I, I hate it. It's well, terrible and, basketball. In general, the league was a little bit tougher. We know that. Um, I was just, you know, in honor of the 76ers um, Celtics game, I was looking at the Dr. J. Larry Bird fight. (laughs) And then they just went uh, and continued to play basketball. (laughs) Right? Like it was a brawl. Like the other end now. Like we we just, all right, right, hey, hey, bring it up, bring it up. You go over there, you go over there. And then we're just going to continue to play basketball. Yeah. Um, that's extreme. David Stern was like, uh, we can't have that on national television. So, you know, they start implementing more and more rules and, and things like that to, you know, f- enhance offensive play. You can't close lines. And, right? All these things that used to happen, I get it. It makes the game funner. Uh but, yeah, I'm not a fan of flopping. I'm not a fan of the soccer style. Uh, like, that, I, I, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. That I have a problem with Joel Embiid always being on the ground. 
Like that to me, I, I just <laughs> right, it's, uh, bro. He's too big. Huge. It's too much. I I could knock Joel Embiid down if you gave me a running start and and if and, you had a car dollars to try. Right? Yeah. No. Exactly. Like, good lord. All right. I'm glad you brought up Embiid because I'm seeing some crazy Embiid stuff on the internet right now that I want to talk about. We'll do that next. John Moran at the top of the hour. Mark Willardy from Salam Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, I'm split on this. I need your help, brother. Live in the Tyrac.com studios. I mean, I'm surfing around, and I listen, I, I get when people have an emotional reaction. We all do it. We all do it. It'd be great if everybody in those tough moments could all always remember, just go to bed. Go to bed and try this again tomorrow. You're going to wake up and feel totally differently. But that's not the way it works because uh, it was just a handful of hours ago that the, the Philadelphia Sixers uh, came from 3-2 to down 4-3, got blown off of the court, and the MVP went into the postgame media room and stated, I can't do this by myself. And people are like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Like, oh James Harden, Tobias Harris, Maxi, like, you feel like you're by yourself? That's wild. However, I'm, I'm seeing even more people, and maybe it's because of this, th- these comments by Joel Embiid, who are saying in Philly, you know, 48 hours ago, they had their home building lit up and they were ready to try to make the Eastern Conference Finals. Now everybody wants to trade Embiid and blow it up. That that That's overly emotional, right? Yeah, it is overly emotional. And, um, you know, Joel Embiid, 
is in his feelings right now. He feels that he's alone. He is not. He feels that he needs help out there. He doesn't. If we looked at the box score and he had 33, 15, and 8 with a couple blocks, then I'd say, okay. All right, he needs some help. Give him some help. But he was 5 for 18 for 15 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 assist. Brother, (laughs) that ain't going to get it done. Hmm. As an MVP, could you imagine the Joker having those numbers? Think about that. And this is the direct comparison to two guys who have been the MVP. One had finished one and two in the MVP voting for the last three years. Could you imagine the Joker having those numbers? After we just no. saw no. what he's been doing yeah. in th- this no. playoffs. And no. there is the difference. It's easy to go cry and complain and ask for help. But when you're out there, you, I've, I watched that game, and I watched them go down the court. Joel Embiid doesn't post up. He doesn't post up. High post, he'll set the screen. He won't dive to the basket. He'll go to the float to the three-point line. Like, hey, br- hey, hey, bro, I need you on the box. I need you on the box. Right, he did it a couple times, and he got himself to the free throw line. He only shot six free throws. You're the MVP of the league. You play center. I can't do that, man. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. You had plenty of you had 18 shots, man. If you're gonna go out on your shield, have 24 shots. Steph Curry just shot the ball, what, 32 times? Yep. You got to go out on your shield. Don't cry and, and I need more help. No, I can't get the ball. I can't dribble the ball myself. Hey, man, I don't see people looking you off. If you if you want the ball, you can get the ball. All those timeouts Doc Rivers was blowing trying to stop that run, you could have grabbed somebody by the, the jersey and be like, yo, man, throw me the ball down every, every single time. I dare you to go up and down the court three times without trying to get Shaquille O'Neal the ball. I dare you. Even Kobe knew better. <laughs> Even Kobe knew better. Yep. Right? <laughs> so before they get you help, look at yourself, MVP. Come on, man. You got another center mm. who br- brings the ball up the court. How come you can't do it? Yeah. I, I I believe we, we've reached the point where people do not trust the process. Uh, more on that. We'll get to John Morant as well coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. John Moran obviously has a problem, but it's not the problem that uh, many of you think it is. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, we're going to help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. That's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard. How's it going? Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of you ladies out there. Um, And thank you to everyone, however you're bringing us in tonight, for spending some time with us on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You don't need me to tell you that John Morant's got a problem. Um, This is the corroboration that that everybody uh, needed to know that all of the things that we didn't know about, to me, are now true. Remember last time around, it's like, okay, here's John flashing a gun on social media, but man, there's a story where he went after a mall cop, and then there's a story where, like, maybe he and and, and his and his dudes like threatened players from another team from the. Remember all that stuff that was sort yeah. of mysterious. Oh yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, it's true. I got it now, and and so Ja has. A major problem. The obvious stuff. That we know. Okay, John needs help and all that. That's not his biggest problem right now, Ephraim. His biggest problem is that he just made everybody feel stupid. That's his biggest problem. This game, when you are a celebrity, is often about public relations. And the problem for John now beyond all of the obvious, which is that he's surrounding himself with bad people and maybe he's bad people and he makes very, very poor decisions and has put all kinds of things on the line as he's about to make uh, unbelievable wealth and he has now made the Memphis Grizzlies feel like they are questioning their decision. The problem is, is that he told everybody, my bad, I'm going to go get help and I'm going to spend some time away. And I am going to learn from these mistakes, and I am going to come back a better person. I now feel that while he was saying that, he was playing Xbox and taking a break. And now, Ja, you made me feel stupid for believing in you, for thinking, yeah, you're just a young dude. Little wayward, a lot of attention, fishbowl, money, I get it, a lot of pressure. So we're going to give you strike one, and, and here comes the redemption story. Well, now you made us feel like idiots. And so Jaws' problem is that this time he is going to have nobody, nobody on his side. Look, I, I'm not going to sit here. And continue to make excuses for a grown man. Okay. Oh, you know his circle is is this, and he's hanging around with the wrong people. He's the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Because he's the beginning and the end of his circle. Okay. Let's let's be real. When LeBron James came into the league, he had a circle too. Remember Phil Jackson called him a posse and all of this and, you yep. know, the his his entourage, whatever. Well, they happen to be some of the most successful businessmen on the planet Earth right now. So that same 
posse or circle that he ran with were all kids. They came into the league. LeBron James had a bigger spotlight on him than Ja will ever have at a younger age. And I'm probably willing to bet he grew up a little bit rougher than Ja Morant did. Based on Ja's two-parent household, private school, all of that stuff, okay? And so we saw how that played out. Businesses, eight power agents, billionaire athlete. So when you look at what's going on with John Morant and you see his talent, his, his talent is unquestionable. Off the field, off the court, well, he's got to hang with better. No, 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 no. We need to stop blaming, blaming the others and start blaming him because he's the problem. Your your group is your your circle, your group, your crew is going to go as you go. When I made it to the league, I was the only one that made it to the league. Nobody else went to the NFL in my circle. And I had a few guys who you know, wanted to do nefarious things. <laughs> and I sat down and had a conversation. Y'all can't steal and be around me. You can't boost. You can't do nothing. Guns, it's got to go. Weed, you can't even smoke weed and then get in my car and ride with me smelling like weed. This is back when the weed was illegal. I had this this is real converse, these are real conversations I had in my early twenties. Good for you. Right? But what happened? We run a successful film company, had a president over uh a head of production here. You, you see what I'm saying? When you clean up your circle, then they fought the it, it, it goes with you. Now, if I was like, whatever, we about to, you know, then they going to do what, we, what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's not Josh Circle. It's not the people. It's him. And if I were the NBA, I'd go ahead and nip this in the bud right now. I suspend him indefinitely with a minimum of a year. Whew. With no pay. And then you can apply for reinstatement after a year. If I were Nike, which just released his shoe, they terminated Kyrie Irving's contract for reposting something and not apologizing the way that he should have apologized. But yet, what are they going to do with Ja? Yeah. I I love what you're saying, man. Because, now I know it's different leagues, but you bring up Kyrie. What if I bring up Calvin Ridley? Yeah. We got people, we got people missing years because of a parlay. 
And this now is within two and a half months of one another. We got two social media gun incidents. And that one year that you're calling for him to miss, that'd be a $33.5 million mistake. Now that is something that he would feel. I'm with you. And I also think what you said is very smart with regard to we got to stop talking about this as if a posse is bringing people down. Come on, man. It's that it's that the person is not bringing the posse up. Hey. Or whatever you want to call the group. Whatever. Your friends. You can it's, call them friends. Your buds. It's on him. Your bros. It's whatever it is. Your group. Your group. I love what you just said. It's on Ja to lift them up, not allow them on, to, man. quote, unquote, bring him down. Um, they have every single resource possible. His new five-year, $194.3 million contract kicks in in less than two months. And so here we are. Here we are. And you and I had basketball conversations about this guy all year, saying that this team is so clearly a team with a leadership problem. Man. So clearly. I mean, it is neon sign. That should be the name of their damn arena in Memphis. The, it's Leadership Problem Arena. Welcome to town. We employ Dylan Brooks, John Morant, Taylor Jenkins, and we're just out here all 29 and younger, and we're crazy. Woo! We're, a, we're about to be a dynasty. Unbelievable. And incredibly predictable. Incredibly predictable. Whenever someone at a high level starts talking as if they've already achieved well before they have. Incredibly predictable. All you have to do if you want to know what the league thinks of this team is listen to the sound of the discourse between the Lakers and the Grizzlies versus the Lakers and the Warriors. It's all you got to do. It's all you got to do. Lakers and Warriors might be rivals of sorts. L.A., San Francisco, my gosh, lots of emotion there. LeBron, Steph, all that stuff. Do you ever hear one? Oh, oh, he old. Okay, thanks, buddy. That's great. No, instead what you saw was hugs right when the thing ended to the point where fans of the losing side get uncomfortable with it. Draymond's embrace of LeBron is like, oh, hey, hey, whoa. (laughs) You know, it's like someone having a chest-to-chest embrace, too. (laughs) But they're friends. You know how good of friends they are. They're friends, right? I don't don't have an issue with it. Get over this stuff. Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson kissed for crying out loud. Get over it. But people love to read stuff into this. I love that because it shows that the Warriors are like, okay, that's the Lakers. They got LeBron and AD. And the Lakers are like, that's the Warriors. They got Steph, Clay, and Dre. Shut your mouth. Let's go play ball. Because they don't have leadership problems. No, no, no. This no, no. Grizzlies thing, people are all the over disaster. the internet today. The we we got to blow up the Sixers because Embiid said something we don't like. Memphis's star was out around a go and has got a gun again. That's who needs to blow it up. That's who needs to blow it up. Hey, man. This... If the league does this right, they just might save his life. Well said. It's bigger than 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 basketball. If the league does this right, 
they just might save his life. Okay? So you you haven't gotten your extension yet. There should be language in the contract. I wonder. Right? I wonder. I wonder. We know, you know, NBA deals are guaranteed. Yeah, man. And and but but, but yeah, I wonder. There I wonder. should be language in the contract. Right? So I now wonder. we need to start exploring different options. Because if you give this man two hundred million dollars, I based on his past behavior. <laughs> this is not, I'm not speculating. Based on what he's shown us, he may not make it. He is, he is fascinated and enthralled and engulfed in this persona for whatever reason. It's not about forgetting where you've come from. It's not about any of that. I grew up here in L.A. in Inglewood where the late, great Nipsey Hussle was gunned down in front of I lived one block away from there. Hmm. I grew up there. I know what gun violence is. I know what gangs are. You got to remember, this is in the 80s. All right? In South Hey, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not enthralled and, and, and I, 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 look, I, I knew there was something better. I had tremendous parents. My father moved us up to Northern California because he knew the age I was was the most influential age of gang recruiting and where we lived. So he gave me a shot. It worked. So I didn't have money. We didn't have private school money where I can go up. No, I, we could, could, I didn't even play high. I didn't even play sports. So it wasn't like I could be recruited to go to a high school. I didn't play sports until high school. But what I'm saying is you, as, as, as an athlete who's made it, you've beaten the odds. Whatever background you come from, don't be an idiot, brother. I don't know, Ja. He may never hear this. It may never get to him. But all I'm saying is, brother, you got to rise above it and rise your people with you. Success should be enjoyed and shared. You don't regress. Whew, man, it's uh, it, it it it's frustrating. It frustrates people because of what you just said. You know what I mean? It frustrates people when 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 somebody has uh, that much that much resource come their way 
and uh, and it gets blown out the car window, man. Um, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Much more coming up. Uh, we'll also get back to the Lakers' chances and where the Warriors go from here. Uh, there's an exodus with Golden State that might already be underway. We'll tell you about that coming up in a little bit on Fox Sports Radio. Okay. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're right here in these Tyrac.com studios. Mark Willard and Ephraim Salam. I mean, maybe you could help me with something, even though I feel like I already get it. And when I say I get it, it's because nobody gets it. So I guess we all get it the same. And here I'm talking about, you know, who Anthony Bourdain was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony Bourdain, who, you know, uh, tragically took his own life. And for many people, um, especially if you are a viewer of his content or you're anywhere near the entertainment world, you're like, that guy has the perfect life. And we've all learned, I think, with, you know, additional focus on mental health in recent years, especially through the pandemic, we've learned that mental health doesn't always make sense, right? the, The view from the outside is not the view from the inside. So let me take this to a much less serious place. And it's this. Sometimes I wonder what's going on with certain people in sports when they leave a situation that seems just so perfect. This this hits a different way, I think, right now in, in the Bay Area uh, because uh, the Golden State Warriors, to fans of basketball, look like over the last decade, like, wh- wh- where would you want to be other than that? 
right? And so when Kevin Durant left, there are still people, not many, but there are people here to this day that are like, see, that guy, man, he messed up when he left. Maybe he did. I don't really look at it that way because I, I mean, he didn't want to be here, right? I don't know what makes a guy tick. I don't know what was bothering him. The popular idea was that, uh, you know, he just couldn't get the love that a, an NBA one is supposed to get because of the presence of Steph and how beloved he was. And people like Clay and Draymond even more than Kevin because he was an outsider. So let's take it now to something that Adrian Wojnarowski was talking about just a couple of hours ago. And he filed a report with regard to Warriors general manager Bob Myers. Now, nationally, he may not be a big name. In San Francisco, he is. He is a key piece to everything that they've done in building four championships and in many ways is like the guy in Steph Clay Draymondville. He's their guy. Like, he's the one who keeps Draymond's head screwed on straight behind closed doors and all of that stuff. They're very, very, very close. His contract expires in less than two months, and he still doesn't have a new one. And for a while, people were like, boy, something's going on behind the scenes. Maybe they haven't offered him something. And now all the news has come out. No, he's been offered a deal, and he just doesn't know if he wants it. He doesn't know. He's not even 50 years old yet. He doesn't know if he wants to continue to be the GM of the Golden State Warriors. And, in, and according to these reports, the only thing giving him pause is the fact that he is so close to Steph and Clay and Draymond that he doesn't want to leave them. But even with that, he's still not sure. What's going on there when people in sports seem like they've got the perfect thing You know, Sean McVay the last few years with the Rams right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I look like I'm 30 years old and I might retire. (laughs) What? What? Like, it's just, man, you look like you have it all and you're not 50 yet. There's hair on your head. But, yeah, look, I I just don't know if they want to stay. I, I talk about this all the time in terms of lifers. Right. Everybody is not a lifer. And what I mean by that is it used to be coaches, GMs, like they're in it, right? You'll coach yourself into a grave. You'll coach so long, you sleep at the facilities, you eat, drink, sleep, whatever that profession is. Now you're seeing a different take on it. We grew up in a society that told us you had to work hard for an extremely long time and then retire in your 70s, 60s, mid-60s, 70s. You get your Social Security. I mean, that that was what it was, right? You work 50 years, you get a gold watch, you get a pension, and you go off and, and try to live 10 years you know, of, of for the rest of your life, whatever that is. That was the mentality. You're going to work, 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 work. Well, now in head coaches or, or it's, you know, in professional sports are getting paid a lot of money. There's a lot of life to be lived that doesn't revolve around your job, no matter how good that job may seem. 
Bob Myers, they, they, won, they won four championships. Right? You chased it. Sean McVay won a championship. That's what you were chasing. Sometimes the race ends and you're okay. Sometimes after you catch what you're chasing, you want to go do something else. We always look at it in terms of professional athletes. There's a shelf life on actually playing, but there's not really a sh- the shelf life for a coach or a GM is much longer and it's hinged on your success. You keep winning, you can keep that job as long as you want. Well, we're finding guys don't want the job that long. Right? So it's a situation where the level of stress that comes with running an organization, uh, albeit uh, um, a GM or a head coach, it's so strenuous that once you feel you've gotten some you what you've been wanting out of it, you decide, okay, I want to go do something else, write a book, travel, have a family, whatever that is. And I'm okay with that. You don't got to be a lifer, man. Go on and live your life. I've lived about six, seven lives already. Somebody else that we have on our team that's lived a lot of lives. I think at one point he was a Tibetan monk or something like that. I don't know. But that's our very own Stephen M. DeSager. And a good evening to you, gentlemen. When you talk about retiring early, by the way, doesn't Barry Sanders always come up because the guy was only 30 years old and hadn't missed the game in five years and was only one year removed from a 2,000-yard season. Or Bjorn Borg at a very young age and at the top of his game. Clayton Kershaw every offseason now is going to have the conversation, do I want to continue, even though literally most every year of his career, his ERA is in the twos, including this year and last year. But he's not from Los Angeles, and the kids and the wife live in Texas most of the time, so it's an annual conversation. Well, Philadelphia. The Barry Sanders thing made my, me scratch my head until Calvin Johnson did it too. And hey I'm like, maybe I just right. I played in Detroit one year. Yeah, it make you want to get up out of there, man. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. All right. Sorry, Steve. No, I was going to say Philadelphia's got a lot of time on their hands now because yet again, they get to the second round and lose. In spectacular fashion in the second half today at Boston, 112-88 Celtics beat Philly. Jason Tatum, 51 points. That's a new Game 7. You know, I'm old enough to remember where two weeks ago Steph Curry had 50 (laughs) points for the first time ever in a Game 7. 13 rebounds for Jason Tatum. This game was tied early in the third quarter. Joel Embiid, 5 of 18 shooting, 15 points. James Harden with 9 points. Jason Tatum, remember, last game started 1 of 15. 15 shooting from the floor and then hit three after three after three after three in the last four minutes or so of that game and they won game six to salvage their season and now they're on to another eastern conference finals and philly still has not won a second round series since 2001 when it won the east philly in fact has been in the second round and lost the series five of the last six years including three game sevens Today's Game 7 was at Boston. Celtics, in recent years, had not been a dominant home team. 
in postseason, and yet they get the dominant third quarter and win today. Lakers, let's just say it out loud, have been a dominant home team of late. It's been a month and a half since they lost a home game, 9-0 and in that stretch. For a team that was barely over 500 overall for regular season, they head to the West Finals with a game one on Tuesday night at Denver, the top seed in the West. Meanwhile, the Celtics Wednesday host Miami in game one of the East Finals. By the way, NBA Draft Lottery is Tuesday before the conference finals begins. Stanley Cup playoffs, 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Vegas up three games to two plays at Edmonton. William Byron won NASCAR's 400 at Darlington, South Carolina, his third victory this season. Kevin Harvick finished second. The PGA Championship starts Thursday in Rochester, New York. Dustin Johnson won the Live Golf events in a playoff in Tulsa today. Keep in mind, every event winner in Live Golf gets $4 million. Meanwhile, the Byron Nelson tournament in Texas on the PGA side went to Jason Day because of a final round 62. He wins by one stroke. Day earns about $1.7 million. If you want to feel bad, the two guys that tied for second place there earned nearly $900,000 less because of a difference of one stroke total over four days. In the USFL on Fox TV, Memphis defeated New Orleans, which was 4-0. In the Sunday night ball game to the eighth inning, St. Louis up 6-1 at Boston. Earlier, Tampa Bay won again 8-7 at the Yankees. And how about this Lakers stat I came across this weekend? You know, there are still divisions in the NBA. I actually had to look up, oh, really? Who won won the Pacific Division this year? (laughs) It's, uh, they do actually still have divisions, uh, and uh, the Sacramento Kings won the Pacific Division. Another banner, gentlemen. Well, okay, yep. so uh, the Lakers finished dead last in the Pacific Division this year. Stats Inc. says the Lakers are now the first team in the four major sports to finish last place outright in their division and yet be among the final four teams remaining wow. in the postseason that season. There have been teams to make the postseason after finishing last place outright, hockey included, but those eight teams in history won seven playoff games total in Ooh. history. Lakers have already won eight postseason games, the four first round, four second round. Now they'll start at Denver Tuesday. And that's why they pay him the big bucks. Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve is a fountain of information. So I don't want to play this game, but Ephraim, I give you a hundred dollars if you could even name the six divisions. That's a great question. Oh, oh that's God. a great just, question. Just name them. That's all you got to do. I don't even care if you know who's in them. Just name them. Pacific. Six, don't look. I'm not. I'm, don't look. I'm not looking. Steve, okay. Steve can see me. Am I looking, Steve? <laughs> you turn the lights off. I can't see. Oh, Pacific <laughs> Division. Where the Lakers? Uh, well, yeah, he, he gave he gave you that one. Yeah, he just said it. Sacramento. Uh, yeah. Huh? Uh, the <laughs> Atlantic <laughs> Division. Yeah, Celtics. That's actually that is correct. That's two. Um, the. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, NFC North. What about the North? Uh, that's right. <laughs> North Northwest Division? No, that's not it. That is correct. Is it Denver? Okay. That is. Okay. I had to look that's that the up, one yeah. that the, the Denver Nuggets won the Northwest Division. No, Northeast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to nope. keep my hundred dollars. There's no no. I know. Well, you would, said it, I, I. You didn't say I had uh, one guess. I could keep going, can I? <laughs> well, you I, can I, name I, every no, direction. I'm going to make up the. Yeah, you south, actually got too south. close. You got three in a row, and I'm like, damn it. I'm going to have to give this guy a hundred dollars. So Cent- no, I made up a rule. Central. If you get one wrong, no, uh, you can't do that in the middle. 
Of yes. course I can. It's Central. $500. Yes, the Central, Central. is correct. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, how many more do I need? <laughs> Two more. <laughs> Just that question and w- alone. Uh, and, one of, and, and one of them's an airline. <laughs> Proves Mark's point. Uh <laughs> Northwest? No, I, we, I did Northwest. No, you, no, you already did that one. Yeah, I think uh, that's somebody's kid. Right. Thank um, you. She was at the game the other day. Yes, she was. Atlantic. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to her, by the way. Atlantic. You said Atlantic. I did. You can't it. Okay. just say the, I'm, I'm, the I'm two just... divisions six times and then win. You don't get to do that either. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I told you one of them's an airline. TWA? I mean, um, no. (laughs) And the oceans. You got the oceans, the Pacific and Atlantic. Southwest. Ding. You're now free to move about the country. Yes. Yes. And uh, Pan Am? Pan Am. Southeast Division. Uh, yes. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. By the way, I uh, have Venmo, fun fact: Venmo or Cash App. <laughs> yeah. I, unfortunately, I don't have either of those. Bitcoin. Uh, there's a one fun fact about the Southwest Division: there are no teams in the Southwest Division that are anywhere near West yes, in the do. United States of America. Yeah, not located uh, in the Southwest U.S. Not at all. It is South, sure. You got Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, New Orleans, and Memphis. Tell Memphis and New Orleans they are in the West of the United States of America. Wow. Yeah, that's the Southwest. Uh, but then again, you know, we can go back to when the NFC West used to have New Orleans and Atlanta in it. Yes, I was in was it. That was when, when I was you playing. Were in it. Yes. Like, San Francisco like, I'm, was in. I'm right. like, wait, what? How? Right. It was 49ers, us, Atlanta, Carolina, right next to each other. Yeah. 49ers, Carolina. Oh, God. Um, the, Rams. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Rams. Our, yep. Rams. Rams. I'm yeah. like, what? what? Still <laughs> Dallas, East, Atlanta Braves for years, West. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) That Braves Giants battle, you remember? Two East, why you East Coast, gotta, West Coast. Why has God bring it up, Steve? Sorry. It's still painful. Bad year. Bad year, 93. 100, 103 wins, and you don't even go. No wild go, card I mean, it, yet. Seriously, you want to? all you want to do, you want to sound old, or you to walk into a room of sports fans who haven't turned 30 yet and explain to them that not that long ago, somebody won 103 games in baseball and did not go to the playoffs. <laughs> when I just mentioned that you can wow. finish dead last in your division in your and division. Yeah, yeah. By the way, here's another little fun way to look at it. If the Lakers play the Heat, two teams in the finals out of the play-in tournament. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get an old takes exposed on that one. I I said on air. Yeah, I said on air uh, two months ago on on my my show here in San Francisco. No one's ever gonna win a title out of the play-in tournament. That's absurd. Well, it's a ridiculous (laughs) idea. Watch Lakers Heat in two weeks. Look at this guy. (laughs) Miami was forty and thirty-seven to start the month of April and lost the play-in opener to Atlanta. So I I was listening to I was listening to NBA TV over the week, and. they were saying some things like that. And what caller had called in and was like, Hey, can we, if you, he was like, um, if you get LeBron James to apologize to Adam Silver about the play in tournament, then I'll buy you three custom made suits and blah, 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 and all of this. 
And then the host starts saying, yeah, we should get them. You write the letter up, and I'll, I'll reach out and get them to apologize because uh-huh. they wouldn't be here without the, the playing tournament. And I was thinking to myself, you guys are NBA analysts. You guys know better than that. Because if there was I no mean, play-in tournament, the Lakers were the seventh seed. They would be in the playoffs. They would still be in it. And Miami would be in it, too. Right. Yes, so I was Miami. like, come on, right. guys. Let, yeah. Like, what, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Like it, that was just goofy to me. Like yeah. I, I just you you gotta stay on top of it, man. Okay. No, this this year is a good year to advertise for the playing tournament and for load management. Uh, both of those things have had a really good year. <laughs> no two ways about it. Uh, yeah, that was for you. Uh, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match okay uh the lakers chances the warriors future still at the center of our discussion coming up next on fox sports radio okay what's there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Going on on Fox Sports Sunday. Mark Willardy from Salam Live, Tyrac.com Studios. Very, very clear statement from the Golden State Warriors after their departure, Ephraim. And I don't just mean from the players, because the players always know what to say. Yeah, I love it here. Okay, we'll see when it comes to dollars and cents. But an article in The Athletic from Shams and Anthony Slater was posted literally minutes after the final buzzer sounded in game six on Friday night, which means I'm like, okay, you've been doing this reporting for a few weeks now. And without going through all of the nuts and bolts of the article, it was pretty simple. The Golden State Warriors franchise is all in on the old guys. 
and they are not all in on the young guys, which is sort of counterintuitive after things start to show decline. Um, although Steph, Clay, Draymond, I mean, I think you brought up some intricate things uh, in terms of decline, but all in all, the year that all three of them had, if you'd offered that to the Warriors at the beginning of the year on an individual basis, they would have said yes, and they would have been thrilled with what they got from all three of those. So the basic idea, Warriors want to keep the big three and rebuild around them Bad news for guys like Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga, who may end up on the trade block. What do you think? Good new, uh, good move or bad? I, I think it's a bad move. I think uh, you're now going to start seeing a diminishing return uh, and some of the old guys. You know, Steph is going to be Steph. I, I will say – taking 28 shots to get 32 points is not very efficient. It's, it's not very efficient at all. 28 shots to get 32 points. Um, Clay Thompson, three for 19 the last game. And, 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 and look, and they're, 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 they're not the sum of one game. It's the, it's the entirety of the season. But the seasons aren't getting shorter, right? The seasons aren't getting shorter. There's not a 60-game season or 70-game season. There's still 82 games. With the injury history, the uh, less and less uh, productivity overall. I mean, they won 11 games on the road. Like, there's a problem here. <laughs> right? They're going to find they, – they fought to get out of the, the play-in at the end of it, right? So when you, you look at – and I know Wiggins wasn't there. He had a, 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 a you know, family issue he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to just go all in on your older guys – then you're opening yourself up for an expensive, expensive uh, injury-plagued or riddled regular season. It's just you can't bet on the older guys to continue to stay healthy and to be as efficient as they once were. You have to splice it with young blood, and that's what Jordan Poole was supposed to be. He's just not the right fit but in Golden he's not, State. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, like they do not I mean, like him. I, I oh gosh, no. I'm talking yeah, about in the I, locker room. I, like, they do not well, like him. I agree with you. Well, I, it's a little bit more. It's a little deeper than that. I don't think that's a little bit of a simplistic, uh, like, sentence. They're, but they're, yes, he drives them crazy sometimes. There's no trust there. I think they – If you yeah, can't trust yeah. your teammate, brother, it's uh, – yeah. I've been there. I know. No, the, uh, yeah, the writing was on the wall, and it's it's not the Draymond punch. I mean, that was, you know, mysterious uh, at best. But if you watch them play all year – uh, there were things uh, Draymond walked off the court in the middle. Like yes. Jordan Poole passed the ball to him, and Draymond had already walked off the court. He was so frustrated with Poole. Uh, Steph Curry, who doesn't do stuff like this, got so upset with Jordan, he threw a mouthpiece at one point this year. Uh, Clay has thrown his hands up like, 
Yeah, it's about it's about trust. It's about decision making. It's about championship basketball. Um, and uh, he doesn't do it yet. Now he's only twenty three, but he doesn't do it yet. He got too much so, money to learn it. That's the problem. Well, here comes the money because the brand new contract's just about to kick in. Um, all right, Lakers chances, and I promise you a story from Friday night that put that game in perspective. I'll share that one for you coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Yeah, let's go deep into the Sunday night. Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Hope you got some family time today. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We've been talking John Morant, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Lakers, Warriors, the future, the now, all of it. Um, But I got to thank my dog first and foremost, Ephraim. And sometimes that means you. But in this case, I actually mean my dog, who, as you know, makes appearances on this radio show from time to time. Um, I don't know that I would be in the headspace about this Lakers Warriors result if it were not for her. Uh, I promised you a story. Have you ever had these moments? And I love this about you specifically because not all pro athletes can relate to fans. Not all fans, maybe none, can relate to pro athletes. But you are both. You're both. You played in the pros, but when it comes to the Lakers, you act like a fan. I am. You act like just a regular Joe fan. You, you, <laughs> my favorite story that we've told this year is when your remote control got up and, and on its own broke your television set. Favorite story of the year by far. Those dang remotes, man. You got to watch out for them, guys. <laughs> Have you ever had a moment in the middle of a tense game that just suddenly puts that game in perspective for you to where you go from all I care about right now is this game to I actually don't care about this game at all anymore. Oh, of course. You ever had those moments? Of course. Okay. Can you relate? Yes. Dude, I'm sitting here the other night and we had some high temperatures in the Bay Area. And my place, which is upstairs, gets a little warm when it's warm outside and we had lots of people because we're all huddled around the couch and we had lots of energy because game six must win elimination all of that so it's warm so i cracked a window that's only about ah it's maybe like three four feet off the ground right next to my my front door but it's just it's cracked it's open about 10 inches Okay, no big deal. No screen on this particular window. <laughs> so we're sitting there watching the game, and Clay Thompson, you know, brick and brick and brick and brick. And oh, God darn it, what the, what's going on here? And uh, all of a sudden, Penny the dog does one of those things that dogs do, which is she saw something outside. Now, this is if you have a dog, it doesn't need to be much. I don't know what happened outside. Could have been a person, a, a, another dog. Squirrel. There's a, lot, there's a lot of wildlife where I live. It could have been a deer. It could have been a coyote. I, I, I have no clue. Dog comes firing out of my room. 
goes over to my son's room, back to my room, son's room, like she's agitated, right? <laughs> just like, whatever, dog being a dog. We're watching the game, Penny. Quiet down. It's one of those moments. All of a sudden, Penny just kind of meanders over to this window and does like dogs do and puts a pause up on the windowsill. Like, still looking outside. Like, what the hell's going on out there? All right. And then in a flash, wiggles her way through the opening, pushes the window up, gone. And I'm telling you, brother, my dog, when she gets full speed, (laughs) is gone. She is so damn fast. I live three houses from the busiest street in the city. I went flying out that front door, screaming like a mad buffoon down the street. Like one of those, like if you heard this in your neighborhood, somebody's calling the authorities. I don't know what's, I'm screaming her name. This dog goes full speed, crosses that street. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God that that car wasn't there at that time. Wasn't Penny's day. So she just trucked right across the street. But I'm telling you, man, I hadn't gotten to the bottom of my stairs, and she was gone. Out of sight. Gone. Middle of the second quarter. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, right? The game, all of that angst about the game is now wrapped up. Gone. My dog. I've got to go get my dog. And I'm running around in the street. I ended, I'll, you know, I won't go through the whole thing of what happened next. I'm in people's backyards. I'm sweating. I told you it's hot. Yeah. I'm ended up up hills. I ended up almost in the next city before I finally, because the dogs, when they get that freedom too, even when you see them, they look at you for a second and you're like, that's my dog. She's going to come back. And they're like, God, we're running again. <laughs> like, damn it. I mean, this process took me, luckily, only maybe about 20 minutes. I got back just in time to see Austin Reeves huck that thing in from half court. (laughs) And I didn't even care. I'm panting. I'm sweating. And I'm just like, man, they're probably not going to win tonight. But I got my dog. So it just, it changed the whole thing for me. And it was a little bit less frustrating uh, thanks, I think, to my dog. That's a great thing. She saved you. She knew that you were going to be a miserable mess. And she <laughs> saved you. She did. Penny did that for you. She did. Penny did it. Penny's like, there's nothing going on outside. Or maybe she saw Schroeder. I think it's that. No. I think she saw Schroeder flop what she and saw. get thrown out of the game. What she saw. And she was so agitated. Was She's like, Poole. I have to go get fresh she air. She saw Jordan Poole fly by because he surely wasn't at the game. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was so ridiculous. How? You ever you ever go trudging into someone's backyard because it's like my dog's in there, so hey. I don't even you don't even think twice. Hey, Mark, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm running to get my dog. Mark, next thing you know, I turn around, I'm like, oh hell, I'm trespassing. Mark, this is not good. Mark, <laughs> I'm yes. a black man in America. You think right. I'll go trudging in someone's backyard? 
Are you kidding me? You're not just, you're a 300-pound black man in America. It it wouldn't matter if I was a 17-pound black man in America. Hey, man. That's my privilege. I'm willing. That's that's part of my privilege. The the crazy thing is, it's not even like a a thought. You you never was like, oh, I I better not go in there. I was like, I got to get, everything was on your dog. Everything was like, I got to get her. but for I gotta me, get my dog and- or anyone who looks yeah. like me, we have to have a conversation with ourselves. Like, you're like, do I really want the dog? I, I really, <laughs> yeah. I cannot climb this fence and be in this backyard because right. nothing good can come out of it. Even no, if I get I mean, the I'm dog, and yeah, oh. by, by the time I get out, it's no telling, man. We just had a kid get shot in the head for just ringing the wrong doorbell. Yeah, you're right. They just killed a lady for pulling into the driveway to make a U-turn. Well. If I my big ass climb your fence in a sprint. <laughs> I didn't climb anyone's fence. I didn't climb a fence. I, but just, you I know. ended up like, you know, you know, like, I get well, it. this is an area that I'm like, I thought this was just area between homes and I ran through it and yeah, I took a left and nah, I'm like, oh, I'm in that. someone's driveway now. Yep. Danger. Danger, <laughs> yeah. Will Robinson. Yeah. No, I hear you. I- <laughs> Penny just going to have to find her way on back home. That's right. That's find- right. You're like, I don't love the dog that much. Find- hey, man, look, oh, she- I've had her a long time. She she get hungry. She know where she need to be. <laughs> she knows where she needs to be. Oh, my gosh. But anyway. Well, I'm so, glad she was you know, able to take your mind La- off that La- drubbing La- that, that Golden win. State. <laughs> no, they didn't win. They beat them down, man. It was, I mean, it was. They yeah. took, they well, took control was, of the game. Was, they won. They, they, they won did, every quarter. And, and so it, it just they came to play. We knew this is the team that the Lakers are at home. They're undefeated at home. They have a pretty good record at home since the uh, the trade deadline and, and so on and so forth. So the Lakers play extremely well at home. They can sneak one in, and I think that's what gives them the advantage. They can sneak a road game in. They'll get one. If they get one of those, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Well, the Nuggets the Nuggets are interesting. I wonder, I'd love to hear more on this coming up next about your actual basketball breakdown of this because um, the Lakers have been fantastic at home. You already spoke tonight on the home court advantage that the Denver Nuggets have. And quietly sometimes when a team, especially like a team that's the one seed, because they've got a history of just kind of being, eh, like, okay, you're a playoff team, whatever. You know, the whole thing, you've been telling me don't sleep on the Lakers. We might be getting to a spot, though, where the world is sleeping on the Nuggets as well. I, I remember the conversation surrounding the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs last year. The Warriors eliminated the Nuggets last year, mm-hmm. and Nikola Jokic was the MVP. Uh, but the thought was, it, man, Jamal Murray's not here. Porter's not here. Jokic really was having what I like to call a Westbrook season, which is that everything around him just left and was gone, and and he was this really good player, and he won an MVP. Same thing happened to Russ the year after Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City. And so the thought at that time was, boy, if those guys come back and Denver's healthy, this team could be a problem. 
Um, and then that's exactly what happened. And we sort of just fell asleep at the idea because we're, I feel like it's just habit. Like Denver, okay. But is that, are you actually going to win something that matters? Probably not. So when there's LeBron and Anthony Davis coming to town, I think we're conditioned to be like, well, here comes the championship pedigree. But quietly, maybe Denver has been the team all along this year. They're the one seed. And they're healthy. And, I mean, the clowning people on the road the other night. So, this is going to be a hell of an interesting series. No doubt. Oh, yeah. No no doubt. This is top billing now. This is what what you want. Um, Hold your breakdown because I really want to hear what you think, X's and O's, uh, because they're not going to have the size advantage on Denver the way they did on Golden State. So, it's going to have to be something different. Let's get into it. It's brought to you by... Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Mark Willard and Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Direct.com Studios. Okay, brother. Tuesday night. Mile High City. Yeah, the Lakers could steal one. Nuggets look pretty good on the road lately themselves. Look pretty dominant at home themselves. Not going to be able to necessarily use their length and push them around inside the way they were. Golden State, who doesn't have anybody over six foot eight tall. So, what do you think? 
Uh, I, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think because Denver has size uh, inside and on the perimeter. I think the one advantage that the Lakers have over the Denver Nuggets, you know, outside of, you know, having – the Lakers have more depth than than Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets play seven people. And outside of the starters, they don't get that much from the bench in terms of, uh, you know, scoring. The Lakers have had guys in both series come off the bench and be huge. So it's becoming a thing that's happening. There's more trust there. Uh, I think the Lakers have that advantage. Is that enough to turn the the the, the tide for L.A. Uh, against Denver? I think Jokic is going to have to really guard Anthony Davis, which I don't think he can. That's the one thing the last time they played in, in, in 2020. They got him in early foul trouble because of AD's quickness at the high post. Pretty much the same thing he was doing to Looney, just going around him. The difference is you got to guard Jokic. Like he is, he's the everything. Best passer on the team, best scorer on the team, best rebounder on the team. Like he can average a triple-double in the series if you let him. So you have to make him uncomfortable and you have to make him work on the defensive side of the game. I think if the Lakers get out and run, you can nullify him a little bit because he does, you know, the reason he he brings the ball up to court is because he brings it at his pace. You don't want to send Murray and 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 Porter and flying down the court without him. He brings the ball up. He has a good handle, but if you pressure that, he's not going to be able to bring the ball up like that if you if you pressure him, right? If you put Vanderbilt on him as he's bringing the ball up and then have AD switch off on him when he gets across, that's going to create problems. He's a good ball handler, but he's not that. So I think there's different things that the Lakers can do to make uh, the Joker uncomfortable. Will that be enough? You know, I don't know. I know LeBron and AD – AD can't give us those one-on-one off games. And uh, he cleaned that up at the end of that that uh Golden State series, but we we need every we need everybody every game uh in order for the Lakers to unseat the Denver Nuggets. They got home court for 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 mm-hmm. a reason. They can play up there, man. It's hard. It's hard to play up there. You know what I think uh, applies less this year than maybe in years past? And that's not just this series. Um, but we always hear when it comes to this time of the season in the NBA, we, we hear about championship pedigree. Mm. And there's only one team left now whose star uh, has won. And, and, and that's the Lakers. That, that's it. But I also I, I think about how this season and how tight everything is the parody around the league that maybe the idea of championship pedigree has also been debunked a little bit, at least for this year. 
I don't think it doesn't matter. I've always just thought championship pedigree really just boils down to know-how. It boils down to experience. It boils down to having been there and therefore not freaking out in those moments. And I think that that doesn't really have an effect on most NBA playoff games. There are certain moments where it comes into play. Best example I can think of so far in these playoffs, Golden State at Sacramento yep. Game 7. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. okay, right? We're, oh, gosh, all of a sudden, here we are, tie game, halftime. Let's go. We got home court. Oh, my God. You just got overwhelmed by the weight of the whole thing, and Steph goes for 50, and, and the Warriors win going away by 20. But I don't think it matters for, for most games. And, and here would be the example. Look at Giannis's playoffs this year. The hell did championship pedigree do? Uh, well, look at Clay Thompson. He did get hurt. Well, yeah, but he also came back yeah. and it, they lost in five. Yeah, they it's, lost it's in different five. when you're not at full. Like I, I get it. I, I, I don't. Fair. I think it's different if he doesn't get that back contusion. Okay, and and you might be right. What, what like where was Clay Thompson's championship pedigree on Friday? Yeah, three for nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, great championship pedigree. Like, cool, dude. Like, you, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Like, the Lakers have that. But for that to come into play, you've got to get late into a series and have moments that feel like they could emotionally overwhelm the other teams. And I'm looking at the stars who haven't done it, and they've all sort of been there. They haven't gone over the top, but am I supposed to believe that Jason Tatum, who has now six NBA Finals games and won a game six on the road and a game seven at home just this week, is he going to get overwhelmed by the moment? Is Nikola Jokic, who if it gets to a game seven, is going to have home court in the mile high and has been a multi-time MVP? Is he going to be like, oh my gosh, this is too much for me? And, and, And Jimmy Buckets... What the hell has he not seen? So I don't know, man. Like that, they're the only team who has it. I don't know if it matters this year. Uh, I, I think experience does matter. I think what the Celtics were able to do in Game Six helps that experience. Being down the way they were in the fourth quarter and being able to pull that game out in an elimination game we saw that pay dividends the next game we saw those 55-55 and then they just went crazy they just put their foot on the gas and took off and so all all of that matters all of that counts the thing people are waiting on Denver's been good for five years Denver's been good for five years but have they been good enough? They've held the number one seed. But have they been good enough? And I think that's the difference. Like, why now? Right? Why Why do you think they can get over that hump? Eventually, yeah, you, you have to get over that hump. But standing in your way is a team that won it three years ago and went through you. And I think that matters because at no point will the moment get too big for the best two players on that team, on Lakers. 
So if you look at Jamal Murray, is he going to be well, – you know, Jokic, Jokic is going to be him. He's going to be the Joker. But can you can, – can Jamal Murray bring that energy? Because he had a great game one and then kind of, you know, struggle a little bit. It's those, it's those things that are going to make it difficult for you I mean, they were going against a, a, a depleted Suns team who was a two-headed monster, and that's it. They had zero else. We knew just the wearing down of those two guys. was. was I mean, Devin Booker couldn't shoot 65% the whole series. Oof. Right? But that's what it was going to take. And once you know where it's coming from, then you can you can, you can can do something about it. But when you don't know... When you're going against a full team, then that's that's something that's difficult to deal with. Uh, speaking of stars with championship pedigree, uh, there is uh, well, see now, hold on. I, oh, I was oh, actually yeah. going to say there's a there's another team out there that uh, that that may need to go a different direction. But yes, hey, we do have our own. We do have our own championship pedigree. We do have experience in the form of, of Steve DeSager. Hello, gentlemen. And you mentioned earlier. Hi, Steve. About, hey, Steve. well, I mentioned also about the Lakers haven't lost at home in the hey, postseason. Steve. You were talking about Denver at home. Not only one seed in the West, they're undefeated at home this postseason, which means Denver's home record is up to 40-7 and seven right now. And they'll be hosting Ooh. the Lakers in game one of the West Finals on Tuesday night. Stunning stat that continues to be true about the Lakers franchise. Remember, first round, they won game one on the road and took Memphis in six. Second round, they took game one at Golden State and took the series in six. The Lakers franchise, when they win game one of a series, they've won 32 straight playoff series. That is the NBA record. They're going to have to steal a game at some point in Denver in this series. You think so? Why not game one? By the way, NBA draft lottery is Tuesday before the conference finals begin. Each series in the conference finals. (laughs) Who's going to get him? Each series will have a game every other night. It'll be quite easy to follow this, and everything starts at 8.30 Eastern. Celtics will be there Wednesday hosting Miami in game one of the East finals. Jason Tatum last game started one of 15 shooting from the floor. Slightly better start today. And he finished with 51 points, a new Game 7 record. Boston eliminates Philadelphia 112-88. to Second round is done. Philadelphia loses another second round series. That's three Game 7s they've lost in recent years. Coach Doc Rivers in his career has lost a Game 7 10 times. And just forget Game 7 with a chance to close out an opponent in a playoff series. Doc Rivers' teams 6-16 and 16 in their last 22 chances to close out an opponent. Stanley Cup playoffs with a late start tonight. Face-off after 10 p.m. Eastern. Maybe you guys are aware there's Sunday Night Baseball ESPN. It was their turn for hockey. So they chose to have this Vegas at Edmonton game face-off after the baseball, after 10 p.m. Eastern. You know, baseball's been shorter games this year. But, of course, the Red Sox were involved tonight. So it went a little bit over. 
But who cares? We'll miss the first four minutes of hockey. Nothing's going to... First three minutes, three goals tonight <laughs> in Edmonton. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> not one was on ESPN. So now they've joined the game. They've played 10 more minutes, no goals. It's still Oilers 2-1 over Vegas. <laughs> about seven minutes Hilarious. to go in the first period. Hmm. William Byron won NASCAR's 400. The PGA Championship starts Thursday. Jason Day shot a final round 62 at the Byron Nelson today in Texas and took that event by one stroke. Dustin Johnson won the Live Golf event in a playoff in Tulsa. The Sunday night ball game at Boston went to the Cardinals 9-1. Nolan Arenado homered for the third straight game there. Dodgers won their fifth in a row, 4-0 over the Padres, whose record is 19-22. Texas won again, 11-3 at Oakland. You want bad records. The A's are 9-33 in today's game. Four errors, 13 strikeouts. At home, the A's are 4-18. and 18. Attendance under 8,000 today. It was 8,000 yesterday. It was about 6,000 Friday night. Thursday's game in Oakland, attendance was 2,949, just for the record. Uh, that's with a 2, he said. And it's only May. Minnesota and Toronto with wins. Tampa Bay with another victory. 8-7 at the Yankees. Back to you. That's a high school basketball game. Woo. Um... Man, yeah, that's uh, that is something else. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, Ephraim, shout out depth. Shout out to depth. You and I sat here, and we were one of the first to have the opportunity to react. I remember this show to the moves made by the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. The Brooklyn Nets busted it up and sent everybody out west. Here comes KD, here comes Kyrie, and how is anybody going to stop these teams? Eh. Hmm. Eh. Yep. So, here's what I was thinking, because if you look around the league, and I'm not surprised, not because it didn't go well, sometimes it does. Look who, who, who obviously, you know damn well who won the trade deadline. And, and all the articles, oh, Dallas and Phoenix. No, the Lakers. The yeah. Lakers won the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, and, and they didn't get any stars. In fact, they, they got rid of a supposed one. Um, what they got were pieces because they've already got their stars. And, and I look around the league, and I, and I think about um, the, the under-discussed point of the NBA, which is all the other people on rosters, not the stars. We've turned the NBA, and this is the Jordanizing of the league. We've turned the whole league into well, who's the best player, and 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 he's but like Joel Embiid now is going to have this horrible off season because oh he had a he's the star, he's the MVP, and he had a bad final game. Okay, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum had bad final games last year in the NBA Finals. Um, we'll see what he does this time. We tend to only remember the last game. But the bottom line is it's not only about these guys. It's not to make excuses for them. But what did the Lakers do at the deadline? It was all about depth. What's different in the Golden State Warriors from last year championship to this year, second round out? What's different? Stars are the same. The starting lineup did not change. So what happened there? Why did the Mavericks not even make the playoffs? Why did the Phoenix Suns not necessarily gel? Meantime, here are the Sacramento Kings who 
took a huge leap as an organization. How'd they do it? Dude, they play 10 deep. Yep. They got all these people Man. all over the place. Right? They come at you from all kinds of different angles. I'm fascinated to see where that goes next. Boston makes the finals, loses in six games, and makes a big swing to get yet another major piece off the bench, Malcolm Brogdon. They're still playing. So when you when you make a move like the Suns did, let's gather all our other people and give them away because Kevin Durant, well, okay. <laughs> if you say so, because I would argue that Dallas and Phoenix are now in horrible situations yes. because they made those deals and they didn't work. And you're right. And you called it. I thought that Dallas would be able to outscore. They couldn't even outscore people. They couldn't outscore themselves. Like I when mean, you give up, even stay on the court. What we realize, especially in the playoffs, and we know this, that. Depth is key. You got to be able to sit someone down, right? Now, there may become a game where your guys have to give you 42, 48 minutes. Okay, but it can't be the whole series. Someone's got to be able to come in and not only score, right? I think that's the misconception when we talk about depth coming off the bench. Yeah, you need a guy to come in and be able to get points and be able to score. But you need people to come in and be able to play defense to stop people from scoring. And I think that was one of the things that the Lakers addressed. Schroeder is a dynamic on-ball defender. Vanderbilt is. Even Rory can guard bigger guys, not good with young uh, uh, against smaller guards, but he's long so he can guard a, a wing defender. And then you have AD in the post. I really wish they kept Bryant. I know he wanted to be traded, but God, I would if we whew, man, him and and and, and KD. I mean, and and, and um, uh, AD would have been. Yep. Tremendous. Now, we don't have Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee like we had in the bubble. Like, they, they we were just throwing bodies at, at, at Jokic, and he, he struggled. So, I'll be interested to see, you know, they had to dust off Tristan Thompson. Like, he's going to have to come in there and play hard-nosed defense and and, and be able to switch out. Like, it's, it's going to be a chess match. I, I can't wait to see it. Because I want to see what the Lakers are going to do. And shout out to Darvin Ham, man. He's figuring this thing out as uh, on the go as a rookie coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they listen, I could make the case. It would be a little intricate. Um, but I could make the case that Lonnie Walker won the series. Oh, yeah. Because that yeah. was the game. Yep. That was the game. Yep. That's where the series turned. The Warriors had the game the whole night. It was not like they were blowing them out, but they were the better team the whole night, and they blew it in the fourth quarter because they made poor selections on shots, and that man, Lonnie Walker, was amazing. He was amazing. He was ice cold, and uh, and I mean that in his – he wasn't ice cold as a shooter. I mean in his veins, and uh, he was fantastic, and he won the basketball game, and they won the series because of it. And uh, he's got nothing to do with LeBron James or Anthony Davis or championship pedigree. He's Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker. So, 
that stuff matters, man. Yeah, but that, he, that, he, you know, he came from matters. the Spurs. Now he came from a place where, sure, you know, he was getting coached. And you need guys who can come in who've been coached and know their role and be ready for their role. Not dropping your head. Your body language is everything, man. We saw it with Jordan Poole. Every time he got subbed out the game, sulk, shoulders down, stomping out, right? Like, oh, yeah. All that matters, bro. Like, what, what, come sit down. What you doing? <laughs> Like he can't, yeah. he couldn't yeah. guard anyone. You couldn't put oh, him on the court because he can't. He's a terrible. Can't he's guard a anybody. He's a terrible defensive player. He's ridiculous. Terrible, terrible defensive player. Um, so um, yeah, that that part it w- was not news to uh, to anybody. Mark Willard, Ephraim Salam. Uh, we haven't gotten to anything in the NFL tonight, even though the schedule came out this week. There's something I'd like to point out um, that I thought stood out. And we'll get to that coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Tatum, right? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Corner against Embiid. Tatum for a 50-piece. And he, you know what? He showed it. He showed you 50. Oh, Jason Tatum, that was special. WBZ 98.5, the Sports Hub Celtics Radio Network. And that was the Progressive Play of the Day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's Mark Willard and Ephraim Salam live from the TireRack.com studios. New York Jets, five primetime games. 
knew that it's was funny, funny, right? Yeah, of course. Said, of course it's real. Of course. Of course. And, uh, you know, we'll be there for all of them. We'll be there for all of them. I get it. I want to see it, too. Just fascinating, though. You look around the league, and he's box office. He's box office. And, and the teams that are going to get the primetime games are largely the teams who have those guys. But I, I, I also wonder, you know, you go over to the NFC. I, I guess my question would be how many quarterbacks in the NFL are actually box office. Because if we take it over to the other conference, I could almost make the case now that Aaron Rodgers has switched that there are, let me hang on, let me count. Say Tom Brady retired, Aaron Rodgers with the uh, one, one, two, two, three, four, zero box office quarterbacks. Zero in the whole NFC. Brock now, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, my apologies to you. You're on your way. That was one year. But, I, right? Like, he does, he's, not, he's not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or no, Aaron Rodgers not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Dak, Dak, Dak Prescott has the name value. The 49ers seem to be a team. People don't, th- th- like, whatever. They think they're good no matter who. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah, it's Brock Purdy. He's not a box office guy. But it's interesting. You know, Derek Carr goes to New Orleans. Um, who, who's box office at that position in the NFC? Um, the, the closest thing would be Jalen Hurts. That's, that's it. That's all you got. Must see TV. Um, it's a void of, of, of top tier quarterbacks in the NFC. And we knew that it was only what one and a half last year. So. And, right. and he wasn't right. Aaron Rodgers wasn't box office at all. Nope. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see what happens uh in Chicago. Um I think it's time for him to take a a a bigger leap, a bigger step. They've done some things to to, to give him some help. Uh, and, and I think Justin Fields, uh, this is his time. This is – if he's going to be able to do it, we need to see it now. Uh, and everybody else <laughs> you, you – I know. mean, seriously, right? Yeah. I mean, Stafford, is he hurt? Geno Smith, can you do it again? Uh, Brock Purdy, can you do it again? Kyler, are you healthy? Jared Goff. Um, Kirk Cousins, prime time. Uh, we can go on and on and on. Dak Prescott, right? Uh, it's all disappointing. And then you go to the AFC. And just gracious. listen. Listen to the turnstiles. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Even even have to go back to names in the past. Russell, oh, Russell Wilson. Yep. Uh, Russell, you know, here comes Trevor Lawrence. Even though this is a muddy answer, but a name value guy, Garoppolo, goes to the Raiders. Like the whole conference, Tua. And even I was going to say, even Tua when he's healthy. Like, oh my gosh, it is just <laughs> it feels completely out of whack right now. Yeah, every division outside of the AFC South has at least three quarterbacks that are like woof. 
So, <laughs> you know, it, hey, man, this is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC. Yep. Um, I can't wait to see who's going to come away with the bye in the number one seed. That's going to be interesting. And it, it, there will be no resting people. <laughs> you need everybody. Oh, no, 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 no load management no, this year no, in the no, AFC. No, 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 no. You, well, you, that's good. That's good to know. You got you got to fight this one out, and I and I, and I like that. I don't, you know. I think um, the I, the and, and the because there is a void in the NFC. I think that's that it's wide open. It's the Philly and everybody else. Um. Congrats on your Lakers in six, man. Ah, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. You rocking with us now? You going with us or are you going with Denver? I got nuggets in three. Nuggets in three in this next round, brother. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.